Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2,472. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I get across the pond quite often, and today I'm back in the UK in Reading, Berkshire, with a very special guest by the name of Scott Bannister. Scott, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I'm ready to release the clutch. All right, we'll have some fun. Now, before I introduce you, I always break the ice with this question. What's one little thing that people don't know about you, Scott? I'm a huge Lego collector. Oh, okay. I've got a few friends like that. In fact, one, he has an entire basement that's dedicated to his Lego world. It's absolutely crazy. And now he's got two little kids, but I don't think he lets them go down there and touch any, any of his builds. Are you the you that rabid about Legos? Yeah, we moved to the house we're in now so that we could have the entire loft space for Lego. Oh, my gosh. Well... You know, Legos are cool. I played with them when I was little when they were just, you know, way back in the 60s. And when my kids were young, my daughter was never into them, but my son was. And we still have them all here for grandkids. But uh, what is it about Legos that you find so intriguing? I think it's the the design building. It's the, the, the engineering, uh, the technic sets in particular, I think the you know, frustrated engineer in me <laughs> wants to take something apart, put something together and, and really just enjoy that experience. I've got to ask you this question because I've thought about this with the Legos. And since you're an, a Lego aficionado and I'm not, I've always looked at the Legos they do nowadays where you build actual things as a bit of a compromise on creativity for kids. Because when I was little, they didn't have that. You took a big pile of stuff and you made your own, which I always thought spurred a lot more creativity. What's your opinion of that? Completely agree. Um, I love I love getting the big sets and, and building those. Actually, I really enjoy making my own models and building a mock, so a, a model of my own creation. And especially the cars and the towns, I love building my own buildings and it's there's a there's a freedom in that, and I think yeah, putting putting it in a box and telling someone that they can only build something actually yeah it, it stems that whole creative process, and I I think maybe we need to change that. Well, I like I like the way you think. When I was a kid, I built a lot of model cars, and I used to buy two or three model cars and build one out of those three. Take the different bits and pieces, and I'd take a hot knife and cut things and widen or lengthen the car and do things like that. Probably because my father was creative, so he always spurred that on. But uh, it's nice to hear that. But I would you say also the Lego building thing is a way to kind of escape a bit? It, it You know, if you have things going on in your life, which we all do, you can focus down on one thing and put some nice music on and forget about all the worries. Is that another yeah. – is a therapy thing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I Strangely, I got into Lego when I was in hospital having an operation. So oh, I, okay. I, I had a – problem with my gallbladder and i was in hospital for a couple of weeks oh, and wow. my wife bought me a ghostbusters lego set and <laughs> i was hooked and that would uh, i had my i had my laptop with me at the time and I, I was a big gamer and i put the gaming down and just spent 
all the time building these Lego sets. And it just went from there and, and it became an addiction an obsession. It, it yeah, it, it's, it's incredibly, incredibly, um, addictive <laughs> addictive yeah and, and 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 consuming it, it consumes you everywhere you go you're always looking oh is there lego there so That's yeah nice, but, nice. It's, but it's great have you ever been to any of the lego lands because when i lived in southern california they built one it was brand new in carlsbad and we took the kids there and it was quite amazing some of the, the lego things they had built there i thought it would be really boring but i knew my kids would like it but they were real little but i actually enjoyed it quite a bit have you ever been to one yeah, uh, we live quite close to the the one in Windsor okay. in the UK. Um, we we were season pass holders for there. Uh, we've been to um, the the Florida Legoland, and oh, wow. um, I've also been to the the one in Japan as well, which oh. was incredible. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. Sounds like fun. Maybe something I should get back into. I'll have to think about that. Well, let Absolutely. me introduce you here. Scott Bannister is the founder and managing director of Regularity, an event company with the goal of opening the world of touring challenges to a wider audience of motorsports enthusiasts. Regularity is the evolution of an idea that participating in the Classic Motorsports Challenge doesn't need to be about large groups, stuffy rules, hard competition, or who posts the quickest times. It can be about the adventure, discovering new countries, maybe even with Legos, and experience jaw-dropping scenery with a small group of like-minded enthusiasts. I love this concept, Scott. He developed his passion for classic cars and rallying at the tender age at a tender age, accompanying his father, a renowned MSUK steward, route designer, and clerk of courses on countless international events and rallies. What a childhood. My goodness. Scott, Scott's passion evolved further as he began to develop his father's route design business, helping to design and develop events in Switzerland and Central Europe. This is so cool. We'll be back in just a moment. We're going to take a little break here, so buckle up, but we'll be right back. I'm going to go out and find some Legos while we're taking a pause. <laughs> Hang in there. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take charge of your financial future? Then let me introduce you to Capitalize Your Finances. It's an online course designed to empower you with the knowledge and tools for mastering your money. This course will help you lay out the ins and outs of budgeting, the importance of emergency funds, investing strategies, and how to plan for a secure retirement. All this presented by financial planner Chris Paniotu. Chris has developed this course to help you effectively navigate your world of finance with confidence. Stop stressing about money and start taking control. Enroll in Capitalize Your Finance online course today and pave your way to financial success. To learn more, go to CapitalizePodcast.com slash courses or better yet, go to the Cars yeah website, show notes page for today's show, and click on the link under Capitalize Your Finances. You'll be glad you did. Do it today. Hey, guess what? Some of you regular listeners will remember back in 2019, I created uh, 10, 11 shows called Cars yeah TV, where I went to some fabulous locations of past Cars yeah guests, and we did a TV show about it. Well, they're up on the Cars yeah YouTube channel. So go check it out at YouTube. Just type in Cars Yeah, and the shows will be there for you to enjoy. I hope you have fun watching. So, Scott, regularity, this is quite an interesting endeavor. And I've got to ask first, before you founded this, you worked, my understanding, worked in the IT business, which is very different than what you're doing today. But what what 
made you want to take this step, kind of in a way you're going back to your childhood, uh, into doing this. And I know you did this transition in 2023, so it's very, very recent. Big, bold step, my friend. So what was the, uh, what was the uh, catalyst that caused this to happen? Over 25 years of, of working in quite high-pressure roles, and I just decided one day that actually I was missing out on life. I wasn't spending the time I wanted to with my children. And it just felt that it was a good time. And 2023, a year of transition for lots of different reasons. And I thought, yeah, let's go for it. And, and I really haven't looked back. Well, I'm really proud of you because th that's a big, bold move. But I've heard this more and more. And when I started Cars, yeah, this was what it was all about. I've had so many friends that were very successful financially, business-wise, but it wasn't their passion. And they just were kind of burned out. And they, well, I looked at I worked in cars and my friends would say, I want to do what you do. I want to work in the car world. Now, this is before I did my podcast, was in a, a previous role in a company that I helped grow. But I really thought, you know what? We never know how much time we're going to have, and we need to make the most of this world. And maybe COVID helped spur a lot of this idea on. Technology did as well. So tell me about regularity, where the idea came from, and what is it all about? The idea came from a number of conversations over dinner with my father and, and a friend of ours who, who owns a, a very famous hotel in Switzerland. And it was... That we loved the we loved the touring and endurance events, but the competitiveness puts some car owners off. You know, if you own a, a million dollar Ferrari, you're not necessarily going to want to drive it at stupid speeds through forest roads and and chip the paint, you know, damage the wheels, and we felt. And, and I still feel that there's a very big gap in the market for those people that that actually we want to give them something that is an experience. They can take their car and it's and it's such a beloved item. They can bring that with them and just almost like a, a an Orient Express, but with your own car. You, you 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 visit all of these wonderful places and and some places that you never thought you would ever see. Right. And that was the aim. And I was eating this most amazing meal with, with a friend and i sat there and i thought this is the kind of thing i want to share i want to do this with people like yourself car enthusiasts who want to talk who want to just enjoy that magic and 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 that's what spurred me on with regularity really is is to build this brand for people to come to and i felt that was that that's something that was missing in the marketplace and i still do and and that's that's why i'm Kind of on this endeavor now. I love this idea because at this point in time, there's there's a large group of folks that have a nice car and they want to go do something. But you're right. I've done some time distance rally things and it, there's so much pressure. And it's like, I wanted this to be fun. And it just was all this work. And I get it. Some people really like that idea. But in my case, I, would, I did it with my son. And I told him, I said, look, we'll probably come in last place. We've never done this before. But the goal today is to have fun. And, you know, out of the mouths of babes, we were at one point, and I was getting frustrated because he'd never done this. And he was trying to call out times and turns and all this. And I was getting frustrated. And we pulled over, and I, I could tell I was getting heated. And he goes, Dad, remember, you said the first rule was we're supposed to be having fun. I don't think you're having any fun. And it just brought everything down, you know, and made me think, okay, 
Let's reevaluate what we're doing here. So what if we come in last? Let's just have a good time and enjoy this. So it sounds like that's what you're setting up. So tell me a little bit about your, because this is very new, about some of the ideas you have of where are you going to be doing this, what the group size is, how is it constructed? Is it one day, multi-day? How does regularity work? So this year we have one event on the calendar. Next year we have four. And 2026, at the moment we have one. Um, however, we're in negotiations for a, for a couple of, of bigger events there. Um, the aim of the events are that they they tend to be a minimum a week long tour, but then we're we're branching out and as we go into Central Europe and Asia, anywhere between two three weeks, maybe even six weeks long. The aim of these events is basically we will go to a location and it will be a point to point. So the upcoming one this year is is the Queen of the Danube. That will start in Bucharest and we will head through Romania, heading towards Budapest. But we will go via Slovenia. We will go via Croatia, Slovakia, Austria. We'll take in these countries and, and some great cities and see some amazing sites that actually you wouldn't necessarily go and see yourself. Some amazing roads, incredible views that you you just wouldn't know about unless you've gone there and, and done the homework, driven it, looked around. And we, we found some fantastic local restaurants. We found some wonderful five-star hotels. And it's about that experience. For us, it's bringing people together. And it's a small group. We're no more than 30 crews in any one, in any one challenge. So that is 60-ish people plus our support team. So ne never any more than 75 people. Wow. And that was one of the other reasons why we wanted to, to push in the direction we are with regularity is that both my father and I have attended these endurance events where you've got maybe 60, 70 crews. And people, they lose their way in such a large group. You, you, maybe you don't talk to all the competitors. You don't get to know each other. Our, our view is that actually we want it to be um, – exclusive but inclusive so yes we're keeping it to 30 crews but this is open to lots of different people it's not a car club it's 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 much more than that and and actually a lot of the reason for for talking to people is to really try and get an audience for this and and from across the world and and really get some excitement because i think i'm personally very excited about it and i want the people to feel that too and one one of the great challenges that we've got coming up in 2026 is the mystic kingdoms and the mystic kingdoms is a start in india that heads through bhutan back into nepal into tibet back into nepal again and then finishing in agra in india and <laughs> it's 32 days it's it's an incredible event we're working really closely with some local partners as well just to get some real insight into some of the most incredible places and yeah really really so excited about that one and and i think it's a just a, a wonderfully different event and and that was something that was important to us as well is that we don't want to come into this market and and really copy what everyone else is doing i i think what everyone else does is tremendous it, it it's brilliant but there is a place for some different a different take on it and some new adventures and, and maybe some places that people aren't quite aware of so we're working very closely at the moment on a, on a silk road event which is going to to finish in uzbekistan 
and that's really really you are just such a beautiful country and 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 really not it's not really been touched by this this market so yeah i think it's really exciting sign me up Gee, <laughs> I'm ready to go. This is so exciting. I, I love a couple aspects of this. One is the intimacy of the group. Two is the names that you've come up with. These sound like grand, great adventures. And mostly the uniqueness of everything that you've talked about, of taking people to places they would never even try or, or figure out where to go. And the fact that you've curated this so nicely it sounds absolutely spectacular. I'm, I'm excited. It just sounds really cool. Now, can will people need to bring their own cars or are there opportunities if they don't want to ship? Let's say I'm all, all the way over here. I don't want to ship a car there and deal with all of that where you can find people cars, anything from regular cars you would just rent to maybe unique different kinds of cars? Initially, the concept has always been for people to bring their own cars. However, with our partners that we've, we've got in these countries, there is the opportunity for people to come and play. Um, it's not necessarily the first choice, but it's something that if somebody wanted to, to do one of these amazing events and they, and they said, actually, you know, I'll come sort me a car, I, I'd love it. I, I'd be absolutely really open to that. And that's, that's another part of the regularity journey is we want, we want it to be inclusive. So if somebody says to us, ah, you, you know, I can't, I can't ship my car. I, I don't want to. We'll work with them. They can also say, actually, I love the event, but I don't want to do it with 30 other crews. I want to do it on my own. At that point, we have a bespoke offering as well, which we can take any of our current events and we can bespoke them for individual needs. And, and that, and again, that, that comes from this is, is my, my background has always been in, in, in service in it and, and, servicing the customer i love customer service my family owned a restaurant as i was growing up and it's just that incredible detail and i think that's the the thing that that i'm definitely bringing to this is that real real love of making people happy i want to give everybody their favorite place that i want them to discover their new favorite place their new favorite food their new favorite their, their new favorite anything with us because i think that would be uh, that would be the thing that makes me go to sleep at night very happy <laughs> yeah absolutely oh, it's a wonderful idea i love everything about it it's just absolutely spectacular this is really cool yeah i like to ask about what i call our driving inspirations that things that inspired you when you think about what this this grand adventure bold adventure you're doing you touched on it earlier but did this inspiration come from your youth with your father is that really where this this drive kind of came back up and bubbled up inside of you yeah it did it actually it came from it came from three very interesting places so so very two very influential in, inspirational figures in my life have been my my, my father and, and my maternal grandfather um my dad just he's traveled he's 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 worked all over the world. He's done some fantastic events. He can look at a road and say, right, this road, this is perfect. We should do this. And it's just to watch it. It's, it's, it's magical. My grandfather, I'm still lucky he's still with us. He's just a fantastic raconteur. He, he traveled a lot with, with the, the Air Force when he was very young. And he talks about those experiences. And they both 
great readers and they got me into National Geographic when I was younger. And I just saw all of these fantastic places. I've been lucky enough. I've visited 80 countries myself. Wow. And I, I want to see everything. I want to see as much of the world as possible. And what's great about everything in life is she shared experience. And I, and I think that's probably another driving force behind this is I want to share this. I want to share that really great place that I visited once with lots of different people. And, and, and I do, I'm lucky enough to travel now with my family and, and do exactly that. Uh, living the dream. Well, I would assume tackling something like this has a whole lot of challenges. I can't even know where to begin. But is there one in particular that kind of maybe has pushed you in this endeavor, but you've taught, you've learned an awful lot from that challenge? Yeah. Um, for a lot of my adult life, I, I've, I've struggled with my mental health. And unfortunately, I had a, a, a breakdown in 2020. And this, this gave me such an important lesson in my life about actually taking a knee, taking a minute, waiting, looking at what's around you and, and really what's important. And it made me start to, to think more and more about what can I do differently? And again, that was where the, the, the very early ideas of, of regularity came from. So like, actually, let's do something else. This nine, it was never nine to five. This this stupid number of hours I was working. And and a lot, and yeah, I was in very high pressure roles. I was always on call. So I was always getting calls very late at night about data centers exploding and, and all this kind of stuff. And so I think, yeah, it, it just, that was such a great, was such a great thing to happen. And actually it really opened the door to other things. I, I changed my diet and at the same time discovered I was actually celiac. And so what it's, what it's helped me to do with, with, with regularity is really concentrate what's important to me. And those, those things that are important to me, I see they're important to my customers. They're important to the people in, in the team around me. And you know, I, I think that has given me, it just made me change in such a positive way and grow as a person in such a positive way and i you know, i'm very very lucky now i i have very few issues with my with my own mental health i still like everybody you, you never you never quite um, it's not something you can get over but it is something that that i've learned so many great coping mechanisms mechanisms for you know, I really appreciate you sharing a really personal side of your life. And this is a reoccurring, has become a reoccurring theme with several of my guests. Uh, just a guest recently, we talked about this. And, and I'm really happy that you shared this because everybody has to deal with things in some capacity and some much more challenging than others. And I've even have friends who have either children or people in their lives who are dealing with this. And, and if you haven't dealt with this, it's hard to understand it because the old, well, just buck up, just get over it. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. And I'm really happy that you looked at this challenge as a breakthrough in a way to improve. And you look back now and say, you know, I'm kind of happy I went through this. No, it was kind of tough, but it's helped me get better and see things in a different light. And a lot of people never get to that point. They just suffer and say, well, I guess this is what my life is like. And it's so sad. And I'm glad that the 
the health industry, and I assume, I hope it's the same in the UK as it is here, there's a lot more emphasis on it now. Never before would I go to a physical and the doctor would ever say, how's your mental health? Are you feeling okay? It was just, you know, cough, bend over, do whatever they do to you, you know. And now the first things they ask you is, how are you feeling? You know, how's your mental health? And oh, I can talk about that. So I'm glad that concept has changed and I'm so happy for you. And I'm really appreciative that you shared that because somebody out there listening right now is dealing with this and they're going, oh, that's a different perspective that Scott has. Maybe I need to go talk to somebody. And would that be your advice to somebody dealing with whatever level of a mental health issue that they go seek help, they talk about it? Is that the first key big step? I think, yeah. It is. It's an honesty with yourself. Having having somebody actually just saying it's okay to feel this way. And I think COVID helped so many people with that. And I think it's you know, an absolutely tragic event in our lifetime. And it, it's okay. I don't feel okay. And, and I think if we can give ourselves permission to feel that way, and then you should also find someone you can just open up and, and talk to about these things and not feel and, and as, a, as a man maybe I think we grow up being told that it's wrong to feel to feel feelings at times at, right at least and I think that actually no it's not you can feel the way you feel and it's important that you feel it process it and then come to a realization that actually all these things are, are a good thing for you they are an opportunity for you to to look around and, and make an assessment of what's good, what's bad, and what can you change. And, and I can say to everybody, you can. If I've changed things, and when I was a, a a very tight person who couldn't do, could who could not see change, could not do any of those things, and I and I and I've managed it. So I, I think that would be my my advice: is actually allow yourself to feel that you that you can. Bravo. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, so important. And there's a, there's a lot of different opportunities nowadays other than just going to a doctor. There's online um, organizations. I believe Better Health is one I've seen on some of the YouTube videos that I followed. All sorts of ways to seek help. And you just got to take that first step. So thanks for sharing that. Let's talk about a special vehicle in your life because I kind of figure you're a car guy. Is there one special vehicle that stands out for you? Yeah, um, my first car, which was a, was a a bright red one liter Ford Fiesta, it was a it was a great car. In the UK, we we have um, letters at the beginning of each, of each number plate, and then it was an an, an N plate or an N reg. And so um, she was called Norma Jean, uh, <laughs> Aaron Monroe. There you go, uh, yeah. big fan, and uh, I, I, she was just an incredible car, and. I went on this fantastic journey with my with my now wife. We'd been dating a little while, and we decided to to have our first weekend away. And we we drove to Cornwall in the UK, which is about five hours from from where we are. That's a good test of a young relationship. A five hour drive. It is, and <laughs> it was that journey that made me realise she was the person I wanted to talk to for the rest of my life. Oh, nice. She. It was such a great journey, and we laughed. We listened to ABBA. Uh, we. We and yeah, both discovered we had the same crazy musical taste. Anything, anything seventies, eighties disco, and we just, we just loved it. And we kept that car for a good couple of years. And it saw some, it saw some crazy accidents. I drove, I drove around a roundabout, and a, and a wheel fell off. Oh no! Um, <laughs> oh gosh! So, yeah, 
yeah so so it it's it was just a fantastic car <laughs> and actually i i I think it, I think it went to the scrub peep in the sky. But if if I ever saw it on the on the side of the road, I think I'd go and try and get it back, revive it Just back. Great car, very Absolutely. good. Well, thank you, Norma Jean, that little Ford Fiesta. Very nice story. I love it. So I'm going to crawl into your head a little bit, be your psychologist just for today. But it's your car psychologist. If you were reincarnated or manifest as a vehicle, what would you be and why? I would be a mini. I'm in. Okay, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but I'd be the evolved BMW version. So, oh, okay. So, rather than the original, which I love, great. I'm small, but I'm not as small as the original. I'm very practical. I'm really design-led. I love design. It's weird. I'm trying to bring new life to a classic. That, that's when you got in my head with this one. I thought, yeah, that that's that's what I am. Makes sense. I love it. We've had too many Coopers in our family, uh, really fun little cars. And, and I've taken long trips in both because we bought them for my daughter and she went to college about 1500 miles away. So in the fall, I would jump in the car with her and we'd drive to school and then I'd fly home. And then the spring I'd go back, pick her up and drive back home. And, uh, amazingly comfortable cars. You know, I'm used to driving Porsches and BMW M3s and that car obviously doesn't have the power, but very enjoyable car, and you could pack a lot of stuff in that thing. I was shocked at how many things my daughter got in the back of that car. Girls' travels to college are very different than boys. I think my son brought a backpack, and that was it. My daughter filled her car, so there you go. Nice story. Very cool. How about a great book? We love reading here. Is there a great book you could share with us? There's a few. I loved Unreasonable Hospitality by Will Gadara. Yeah, that was a that was a great read, and, and I'd recommend it to anyone who wants to deliver world-class service and and also evolve that and keep providing really great touch points for the customers another great book that that helped massively while i was going through through difficult times um was you are a badass by jen sincero um <laughs> just i love that book and and uh, i have the paperback the hardback but it was all it was the audio book it was the audio book for me that did it because i could hear jen's passion it was that passion for the for the subject, and she really does kick you. She shakes you when she's talking, and, and it was just good. It, it really, and it it's something I I will pick up, listen to every three or four months. If I feel like I'm I'm dropping off the page a bit, I'm not necessarily keeping my goals in mind. I go back to it, and and it's it's just helped. It's it's been wonderful, and then. Work of fiction, which I could recommend to everybody who anybody who wants to travel, is is the Broker by John Grisham, which is just a credible book based in an incredible city in Bologna, and Bologna is is becoming more popular. But it was at the time that I read the book, it was a a bit of a hidden gem in Italy, and, and it was just such a such a great great book. It's a fascinating city. I got to go there first time I visited the Ferrari factory, and I stayed there because I wanted to go to the Ducati factory, and I just bought a Ducati, and it, that's an old walled city, and mm. it's just so different and unique and cool. So, uh, Broker by John Grissom. Good, good books there. Thank you for sharing those. So, before I let you go, could you share what I I like to say the ultimate drive, and I, I'm going to enable you. You are enabling others to go have fun on Ultimate Drives, but today I'm going to enable you, Scott. I'm going to park any car you would love to have in your driveway. Don't worry about the cost or the craziness. I'm going to provide it to you, and you're going to take a drive with anybody that you'd like, even somebody from the past. What does the Ultimate Drive look like for a guy who's planning some amazing Ultimate Drive for many, many people? For me, it would be 
Mercedes-Benz 280 SL, the Pagoda, so the W113. Yep. Uh, amazing, beautiful car, beautiful car. And it would be with Tom Hanks. And I'm happy to be driven, but I, I like to drive, but I would be happy to be driven as long as he's talking. <laughs> I want to hear. For me, it's it's his life in films is really great, but I want to hear about the the world around him and how... He, I've read I've read his book. I think he's just a, a, a really interesting guy who 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 really would just be a brilliant person to spend a day or two in a car with. And I think just I just want to hear everything. Sounds quite lovely. Yeah, those those Mercedes are just uh, delicious delicious cars. I'm gonna make yours a manual though because the automatics are a little bit too sluggish for me. So we gotta have a little more revs to get get the speed up if that's okay. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Manual. Okay, cool. We'll do that. You've taken us on a wonderful journey today. And Scott, the great thing about you is you're going to be taking many people on journeys of their life. And, and I just love your story. I love what you've done. I'm so happy that we connected and you're doing what you're doing. Just sounds spectacular. Could you leave us with some parting words of wisdom or inspiration? Yeah, a really good piece of advice that was given to me probably too a lot later in life than it, than I wish it had been was you know, what people say about you behind your back is none of your business. And <laughs> it's, it's really helped me to stop worrying about the opinions of others and actually just go after the things I wanted. And yeah, since, since saying that mantra to myself, and it's just, yeah, it really is such a, a positive message for self-belief. Absolutely. I've heard that myself and it is great. And especially in the world of what I do, you know, when I first started this, I'd get a few reviews that weren't five-star reviews on Apple and I'd really, it'd really get me down. And my wife, who's way smarter than me and my regular listeners have heard that ad nauseum. She said, why do you care about somebody that you don't even know what they think about you? And I wish he had added those words. It's none of your business anyway, <laughs> because it would have made more sense, right? So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's a good thing to think about, especially these days in the world of social media and keyboard warriors who will say things on a keyboard that they would never say to you in person because they're not brave enough, or maybe they're just that rude. I don't know, but I love it. A great saying. How can people learn more about regularity? Uh, via our website, which is uh, www.regularity.co.uk, or connecting with me directly on LinkedIn. It's just Scott Bannister. I, I think I'm the only one on there at the moment. Even email me direct at scott, S-C-O-T-T dot Bannister, B-A-N-N-I-S-T-E-R at regularity.co.uk. There you go. I'll put connections and links to all these on Scott's show notes page. Oh boy, the future looks bright with Scott Bannister and regularity. Scott, thank you for being being so generous today with your time and your story and sharing what you're doing. Ah, so excited for you. Until you and I talk again, and this works very well here, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. It's been a pleasure. This was fun. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. They're talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and first-hand experience at collector car auctions and more. 
They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. 20, 50, or 100 years from now, will there be a workforce to care for the collector vehicles we love? With auto shop programs disappearing across the country, it's a question we enthusiasts have to ask. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these vehicles aren't lost to time. One of the many ways RPM, which is short for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship, is accomplishing this goal is through workforce development initiatives. The RPM Apprenticeship Program enables the next generation of artisans to earn a living while they learn the craft of restoring and preserving these vehicles directly from industry professionals. The Endangered Skills Program documents the process of masters training future craftspeople on a variety of critical skills in danger of being lost forever. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of the collector vehicle skills trade, visit RPM Foundation today. They're one of the charities of choice here on Cars Yeah! Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up! a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!